Welcome to another episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. My name is Maurice Jager and I'm a photographer, speaker and the author of the book Personal Branding for Photographers. This podcast is all about learning how to improve your personal brand as a photographer. Thank you for listening today and let's dive in. Welcome to a new episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. And today we have Sharon on the show. Hey, Sharon, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. So, <laughs> so, That's all we can do right now, isn't it? Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to lift through everything. Uh, so Absolutely. for the people that don't know you, can you introduce yourself real quick? Like, uh, what do you shoot? And uh, give us a little bit of a background. Sure, sure. Um, so I'm Sharon Goodyear. I am a personal branding photographer and filmmaker and also coach as well. So I help businesses get more visible online and help them attract more clients to their business as well. So um, it's a bit of a mixed bag in terms of what I do. Uh, my my background was actually in wedding photography. I was um, an international uh, wedding photographer and I've photographed weddings and done pre-wedding shoots um, various places across the world as well, including New York and Iceland and uh, Portugal and Paris and various places. So um, I enjoyed that career and that got me um, over as a speaker as well at uh, WPPI in Las Vegas two years in a row. So that was great. Uh, But I decided that I wanted to really focus actually on working with entrepreneurs and stuff. I got a bit, you know, probably considering everything that's happened with COVID and what have you, it's probably the right time to pull out the wedding uh, photography um, industry and um, which is what I did and I wanted to focus on working more with entrepreneurs um, and helping them um, with their businesses so that's what I've been doing for the last um, two years. Wow so was there any particular reason that you stopped with the weddings or were you done with them or like what was the decision to start working with entrepreneurs? I think I mean I've been doing weddings for oh gosh I mean it must be it must have been over 10 years and um, I had enjoyed it, um, but I got to a point, like anything, I guess, you, you get a little bit like you feel like you need a change and you want to do something different. And um, I think the wedding industry was becoming increasingly saturated as well. Uh, and I just had this kind of desire to work with business professionals and go go more into the personal branding side of things because I found it quite interesting. And I realized that, you know, there was always going to be that need for people to, you know, have their headshots done to have these branding shoots. And um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's why I, I decided to go into it. And um, last year, ironically, um, which was, you know, I, I sort of started getting into it at the end of 2019, but 2020, ironically, despite lockdown and despite COVID and what have you, is actually my busiest year to date in photography, apart from, you know, when I've been very full on with weddings it's it's been a really busy last year which has been great yeah my 2020 was actually perfectly fine too like i uh, the business grew and even though i wasn't allowed to shoot for months like pretty much Mm -hmm. when did i stop shooting i think somewhere march yeah yeah i think i picked up the camera again i don't know in june was the summer yeah Yeah. same same here yeah And, and um yeah go on and even and even though like these like I don't know three months missing like it was a good year like I don't know yeah like, yeah people spent more money for some reason Do you know I think it's because a um, couple of things I think it's because 
yeah, holidays get cancelled and stuff. So people have that kind of surplus of cash that they weren't going to have. And um, and also, I think people were just extremely keen to keep visible with their own businesses, which is probably what encouraged people to start thinking, you know, I really need to up my game and, and start getting more visible online and what have you. So for me, um, the, the thing that I did to attract clients to my business um, was a lot of networking. I don't know if you find that's helpful for your business. Uh, yeah, I go nuts on the LinkedIn's and stuff. Like I, I think we uh, serve a similar community of uh, entrepreneurs. So I, uh-huh. I feel like LinkedIn for me is the, the best platform, I think. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I Well, do you know, it's funny because I haven't really tapped into LinkedIn for um, business just yet. And I keep, um, you know, I keep being told it's a, a great thing to do. And I should really probably focus on doing that more. Um, my networking has actually been through um, networking groups. So going on to Zooms and what have you. And I think how my how my business really took off, actually, despite lockdown and what have you, because I started doing the in-person shoots um, when the kind of lockdown restrictions eased. But during lockdown, I um, started offering virtual branding shoots to people. Um, and it was a low-ticket offering for clients um, that they could have these virtual shoots, which would keep them visible during lockdown on social media, um, and although, uh, you know, I made it very clear that these were in no way meant to replace um, an in-person shoot due to the quality, actually, um, the quality was really reasonable um, and perfect um, for social media. And um, obviously, you wouldn't want to blow them up and put them on your website, but it was great for that. And by doing these virtual shoots with, um, with people um, at a price that was really reasonable for them, uh, what it did is it, it built up that relationship. So um, quite a few of the clients that I actually had um, as, as virtual shoot clients actually then went on to book me for in-person shoot. And because I'd built up that relationship, they were really pleased with the results that I'd got them um, virtually. And there was this kind of feeling of, wow, well, if you know, if we can achieve this, you know, with a with an iPhone and a laptop, you know, what can we do if we've got, you know, a proper camera in the mix? So that's kind of how it evolved and how I built those relationships. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, and do you like leverage all these Zoom uh, networking groups, or do you use other yeah. social media, or like how do you got into these groups? Is that like from personal networking that went virtual, or like how did that go? Um, well, I'm a member of a, um, a specific networking group called um, Mumpreneurs, which is a UK-based um, group. And um, although it's called Mumpreneurs, it's actually not just for mums. Um, it's for um, it's for entrepreneurs, um, male and female. Um, you don't have to be a mum. I think that's just the name they gave the business. But it's um, a weekly networking group. And um, because it's online, obviously, to begin with, it was an in-person thing. Um, and now they obviously, due to COVID, they've moved to Zoom, which I actually prefer because it means you're not having to travel to a specific destination. You get to see a, a wider mix of people. And um, and yeah, and so then you go into these breakout rooms and people get to know you and get to know what you do. 
Um, so that's one way that I have been um, staying visible myself. Um, but also just through putting out content on social media, uh, Facebook has very much become uh, my platform because that's where a lot of the people um, that I connect with, a lot of entrepreneurs hang out. So, um, so by putting out, you know, things um on there it's it's a tr- and also showing what what work i've done for other clients that's attracted other people to my business so yeah so it's been great in that sense so do you also turn the camera on yourself and like, use your own um face and appearance in your own um social media content or is it mostly Absolute, client absolutely work? <laughs> no absolutely i i believe you know when it comes to because I have gone, I suppose, beyond the realms of just photography in that um, I have started to get quite deep into the whole concept of personal branding and what it means. And I, I was conscious that I wanted to really give value to my clients. So some clients um, that I work with just want to shoot, um, which is fine. But there are other clients who need a bit of extra help, which is where my personal branding coaching comes in. So I've got a background in um, marketing anyway, um, but I also qualified as a life coach last year, and um, and I also do a lot of writing. So you know I've helped people with their copy. I've done um, lots of different things, um, but I have found that the key to staying visible, and this is what I've been coaching clients on, is actually to be visible so that people can get to know, like, and trust who you are. And um, the key way that they're going to do that is by actually, um, you know, showing up and showing up on social media. And I know that that isn't for everybody because some people just, you know, I think that's the sad thing about social media today is, or not the sad thing, but the difficult thing is that we're all expected to be, you know, everything, marketing experts, business experts, but, you know, TV presenters as well. <laughs> and, uh, and not everybody, not everybody wants to do that. But luckily for me, um, I'm quite confident in that area. So I don't have a problem doing the lives or putting up a video or whatever. And I think that's what's helped me um, be seen and people get to know who I am, which I think is really important when it comes to your personal brand. Yeah. And like when I would be like a Um, a possible client like and I wanted to book you like what does the process look like do you first like talk a lot to these people and get to know them and find out their needs or like what how do you approach uh, your client work when it comes to the personal branding aspect well um depending on what they're looking for whether they're looking for coaching or whether they're looking for a shoot but say for example they're looking for a branding shoot yeah there's a lot of um preparation that goes into things so I don't just say right okay we're going to shoot in this location and um, I rock up and and take the photos and that's that um, I always have a, um, a planning meeting with them first um, which is done over zoom and um, I will then have a, a, a sort of fairly in-depth chat with them about their business and about what it is that they're looking to achieve in their business um, what kind of messaging they want to put out there and um, how they want to be seen. And, you know, do they want to be seen as relaxed and casual? Um, Is that who they are? And is that what their business and brand is about? Or do they want to be seen more corporately, et cetera? So it's these kind of things that are really important. And um, by kind of literally getting under the hood 
of their business and having a greater understanding of their business, um, I feel that I can then portray that through the imagery. And so we, we talk about many things, including, you know, do they have any brand colors that they want to put into the shoot, um, outfit choices. I also um, suggest, um, or not suggest, but kind of make it compulsory that we create a Pinterest board. So I ask my clients to create a Pinterest board of images that they like, um, that they feel would best portray their business and that they can then share with me so I can get a feel for the, the look and the style of, of images that they actually like and I can then obviously work to that brief. Yeah, so you're creating pretty much a mood board with them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we, yeah. So do you like do your own mood boarding for your own business? Yeah, I mean, I I do spend a lot of time um, just writing down and, and planning the sort of content and what have you that I'm going to be putting out there. Um, but you know, I'm also um, juggling my um, my own content and business with also that kind of having to look after three kids and run a home and what have you. So everything is a juggle. But um, one of the things I've actually been approached to do recently um, is I've been um, given a platform um, with um, a company called VenueServe who are kind of, um, they're a fitness platform, but they're extending um, their reach. They've just signed um, a big deal with Google and they're looking for other people um, to come work with them. So I'm going to be doing uh, personal branding coaching on there. So I'm going to be doing a lot of content planning for that as well so um yeah it's just a case of mapping out what your messaging is and that's obviously something that i have to do for my own business as well so as well as advising other people on how to do it so and i guess it does help that you you just mentioned you have a background in marketing so i guess that's yeah. what you did before you picked up the camera yeah so i worked in london uh, for many years and um, i did a range of uh, jobs but um, I got a certificate in marketing, so I studied marketing for a year and actually um, worked in a complete chip company doing um, marketing for a couple of years as well. So uh, way back when, I have to say, I'm sure it's, um, you know, things have changed a little bit, but it gave me that kind of foundation, that background in marketing, which was, and also sales as well. So I did sales and marketing, um, which was quite useful um, in terms of learning you know, how people buy and and all of these basic skill sets that for me come quite naturally. But I think to other people that I've been coaching and stuff, um, you know, they, they don't necessarily, you know, they might be great at what they do. So say, for example, I'm working with a spiritual healer at the moment who's fantastic at that, but she just is very um, lacking on knowledge in the business side of things and how to run the business. And I think that's the thing that I find with a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with that they have a great skill set, but they don't necessarily have the business acumen. So as well as having the photography, I've picked up along the way, um, you know, this kind of business knowledge, which has helped give me that, I, I guess, that roundedness to, to the services that I provide. Okay. So what did, what made you decide to pick up photography when you were working in the, co in the corporate world? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Back, way back, it was 2004. And um, I was I was working and and about to get married, and I was very conscious of the fact that um, I didn't want to, you know, be working in London forever. We'd moved out of London, um, and I was about to get married. So we went to a um, a wedding fair, and we were looking for 
photographers for our own wedding. And I had already started to position in my mind, I would love to work for myself. And, you know, I didn't want to work in an office. I hated the office environment. Um, I wasn't particularly passionate about what I was doing, which was recruitment at the time. And um, and I'd always been very creative. Um, so when I started looking at some of the photographers' work, some of them were, you know, really, really good. And I was really impressed with. And some of them weren't so good. <laughs> and I actually thought, wow, but these people are, you know, are still making money doing what they're doing. And I don't know, there was just a little light bulb moment where I thought, I'm going to give this a go. So I bought a camera and I started playing around with it. I did many, um, many courses. Uh, it was predominantly self-taught. Um, then I went and um, joined um, the SWPP, which is Society of Wedding Portrait Photographers in the UK. Um, got my licenseship. And, um, and then I got a lucky break, which was um, to um, photograph. I, I set up a, um, like a photography um uh, club at, at work and um, when I was working more locally and I got um, asked to photograph someone's wedding so um, and it was one of those chicken and egg situations of how do I how do I get to photograph a wedding if I've never photographed a wedding but that was my lucky break so then I had a little portfolio and it kind of grew from there really okay yeah you got to start somewhere right you got to have that yeah. one opportunity to pretty much get the ball rolling and then yeah. start doing it like as a portrait photographer, it's easier to build a portfolio because you can pretty much like ask anybody. But yeah, a yeah. wedding is a little <laughs> bit uh, different, yeah. I guess. Like it's somebody's big day and they don't want you to stuff it up. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I know. It was quite, the, the first wedding I ever did, I, I literally thought, um, I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing, but I had actually gone and done a course with this guy who was a wedding photographer so I'd gone and spent two days with him. I paid him and he basically taught me the process of what it was to be a, a, a wedding photographer, what I needed to do and gave me contracts and stuff so that at least I looked like I knew what I was doing. I was professional. Um, but I remember on the day I just had the tiniest like little uh, memory cards but then I think I think I had like a handful of um, uh, probably about 10, 256 um, megabytes <laughs> megabyte memory cards and um and then during their their dinner i was furiously downloading the the images to my laptop because i'd i'd run out of cards <laughs> so it was all a bit it was all a bit hit and miss the first one um but they were really um they were really pleased with the images and i really enjoyed it and i i took my friend along as well who was um you know who was a keen photographer and she was there for the support so that that gave me a little bit of confidence and um, to move forward and, and start start doing it. Yeah, so it was it was it was an interesting start. Yeah, and like there's a lot of people shooting weddings. I guess like besides portrait, I think maybe wedding is like the top um, niche for in photography. Absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. So how did you develop that brand of your wedding uh, photography to like stand out from the crowd? Like, what? How did you approach that when you were getting shot shoots and like got the feet wet? Like, how did you develop it then uh, to something that was different and appealing to your people? Well, I I think this whole um, concept of, of personal brand um, came to me if I reflect back much earlier than than I realized because I was very much. Um, I mean, two things. One, I 
I always push myself and work hard to learn as much as I can. Um, so I was always looking. I was very, very passionate about photography from, from the get-go. It was almost like, oh, this is my purpose. I found what I'm meant to do with my life. And before that, I was kind of flailing around doing, you know, marketing and sales and recruitment and not really enjoying it. Um, but I, um, the the key thing for me was was learning and development and getting inspiration and trying ideas, but having um, a very keen sense of what my personal brand was from a from an early stage. So that I I became very conscious that in order to kind of stand out. I had to develop my style. Um, so I avoided gimmicky photography. You know, um, back in the day when it was really popular to do spot color and, um, and, you know, photograph on funny angles and, and all of these kind of stuff, all of these kind of things. I avoided all of that because I wanted to go down the, you know, the more documentary, classic, timeless photography that even if you look back, you know, 20 years, it would still look relevant as it was today. So I got a lot of inspiration from looking at, funnily enough, old um, Hollywood um, images. Um, so back in back in the day in the sort of the 40s and 50s and stuff like that and looking at that kind of documentary style photography. Um, but um, so I, I guess I fine-tuned my style. Um, but then the other thing that, I guess I really wanted to be known for was excellent customer service um, and for really working on building those relationships with my clients. So that to me became really important that I gave um, a really um, overall good service to my clients so that they felt that when I turned up on their wedding day, um, I wasn't just the photographer. I was almost like, you know, oh, here's Sharon, you know, she's, she's like part of the day and it's almost like a friend to them, I guess. Okay, okay. So do you always shoot uh, by yourself or do you like find a team or do you hire like hair and makeup or like stuff like that? Or are you just a one person operation? Most of the time back in, back in the past, I was, um, I was mainly doing um, the weddings by myself. I had a few people assist me, um, but um, I tended to find that um you know the people that were assisting me were like student photographers and stuff but that could also be a bit of a distraction as well um so i really wanted to focus on doing it myself but then um i had um my partner who is also a photographer and i we did actually um put together um, and work together for a while as photographers and we um launched a business called bone bell um, and that's when we got to um do the international travel so we became like a high-end wedding uh photography service and he was um you know he was an extremely accomplished photographer and and a speaker and um, judge and what have you so together and luckily our styles um complemented each other very well Um, so yeah, so then I was working with somebody else, which worked quite well, um, because obviously you can get more variety. Um, but now obviously, um, I've kind of deviated away from that and I'm doing personal branding photography, which is, um, myself on my own. But yes, I do work with, um, hair and makeup artists, um, who, if, if needed, if they want that, um, is available to my clients. Okay. So how do you, um, like when you work with somebody, like are there deciding factors, uh, 
before hiring them? Like, do you look at their own personal brand or not at all? Or like, how do you, how do you see that? Well, I haven't currently, I have no need to work with anybody else. So there, you know, I do get people who come to me and say, um, you know, can I work with you? But it, the, the only time it's really relevant is, you know, has been in, when I worked in weddings. Um, and then it would be a case of, um, if I couldn't do a wedding, then I would look at referring clients to somebody else who had a similar style. Um, but not only just a similar style, but someone who was, you know, who, who, who got good, good reviews in terms of their customer service. Cause that's, that's also really important to me, making sure that you build that connection with your clients. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right about that. So when you work with the personal branding clients at this point, like what is it that you want to achieve for them? And what do you want to achieve for yourself rather? And, and like, when are you like walk away from a shoot and go like, Oh my gosh, this was so awesome. Like what happened? Yeah. Like when would that happen? I think the, I think it's like anything and you'll probably um, get this yourself that, you know, people come in, in lots of different um, guises, lots of different personalities. And there are going to be some people that you really connect with. Um, and I think that when, when you have a great connection with a client, when you really understand what they're looking to achieve and when they feel safe and relaxed with you, um, that's when you get the best out of the shoot and the best out of the person. So I, um, that's why for me, spending the time um, to build that relationship prior to the shoot um, and building some kind of rapport um, is really, really important. And I also um, tend to inject quite a lot of humor into my shoots as well. So I'm always getting them laughing and, and you know, being silly and what have you. Profe always professional, but just doing it in a way that makes them feel as relaxed as possible. So, um, you know, so we'll have a bit of fun. Um, we'll, you know, we'll play around and, um, and get them. So I think the worst thing, um, a photographer can do, um, on a shoot is not communicate and not direct their subject because that will make your subject feel uneasy. So I really focus on, Lots of um, compliments, you know, you're doing so well. Oh, that shot's amazing. You look great. Oh, that's so fun. And uh, right, okay. And then I start directing them. Um, and make, okay, if you could just turn to the side, just look over here. Okay, that's brilliant. Just bring it down. And I, you know, and I talk to them and I actually give a lot of direction with my hands as well. So I'm sort of showing them with my hands as well as verbalizing what I need them to do. Um, and that's really helpful to my clients. And, and a lot of the feedback that I get from my clients, the positive feedback that I get is that, you know, you really direct well and I felt really comfortable because um, I've, I've had feedback from clients in the past of, you know, I remember a client that I work with um, on a, just on a virtual shoot, but she said, you know, I was really not looking forward to the shoot because I was really nervous because I had a really bad experience with another photographer a few years ago where um, I turned up and they um, didn't really direct me and they said, oh, no, that's not right. That's not working. You know, we need to sit you and then frowning at her camera. And she said, and I started to lose faith. And I think that that is um, that the energy that you have to give during the shoot is really key. So 
So lots of positive energy, lots of making sure that the client is comfortable because a lot of people feel vulnerable in front of the camera. So when you get that energy and when you get that connection, that's when things really work. Yeah. And like you just mentioned, like uh, the feedback after the shoot, like do you actively uh, ask people for reviews and feedback in your like, post shoot? Yeah, a hundred percent. So I all uh, I have actually created, and this has been really valuable for my business um, because I put it out there on social media. But I actually created um, a testimonials video, and the testimonials video um, was me talking a bit at the beginning about. Um, what I wanted to achieve through my photography and how I wanted to make people feel. Um, and, um, and then I have, I ask everybody for a video testimonial after the shoot. So I say, you know, once they've got their images, I say, I would love it if you could kindly give me a video testimonial. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, just a minute long, um, you know, on your iPhone and just say, how you found the experience, how it was working with me and how you felt about your photos. And, um, by doing that, I'm then a- I was then able to put those testimonials with every shoot I'd got them for, um, and put that on social media so that people could actually not only see the photos, but they got the social proof as well. And what was really nice is that people, um, because people can look at photos and go, wow, they're really good photos but they don't necessarily get a feel for what the photographer is like to work with. Um, and that is really important um, because social proof is really valuable for your own personal brand and for your own business. So I would recommend that to anybody to do that. Cool. Cool. That's a good uh, piece of advice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So is there also something that you're still trying to figure out, like something you could do better or that you want to grow into? Well, I, I mean, like I say, at the moment, things are particularly tough, aren't they? Because we've got an, yet another lockdown um, that we're going through. So I have had, you know, five, five shoots in the last month or so um, postponed due to, due to the lockdown. Um, so, you know, I, I gave, um, I've been giving a, um, a talk recently across various um, platforms and stuff about how to evolve your business during times of crisis. And I think it's really important um to be able to do that and that is why I I started off with the virtual shoots and also creating um, like branding films um, for people which I did with um, stock imagery but using um, you know using their voiceovers as well so creating a script with them to create uh, marketing films um, so just always thinking of ways that you can evolve and expand your business offering because um that has been really valuable and really important to keep me afloat. And I think for me, it's just about getting um, getting content out there, being visible. And it doesn't have to be that you've got to put four pieces of content out a day. Um, but just, you know, at least, at least every other day, just putting something out there. And it doesn't always have to be photography. It doesn't have to be, look at my latest images. It can just be something about you. So people are getting to know you as a photographer, getting to know you as a person and getting, again, what I always hammer on about is that no like, and trust. So they're like, oh, she's funny or, you know, she, she's done this or she's done that or she's just got her life coaching um, diploma. Um, all of these kind of things. So it's about honing that. But for me as well, it's also about trying to create that work-life balance. And that is always work in progress for me. Because, you know, being a single mom to three kids and a dog and a house to run, as well as trying to run a coaching and a photography business is 
is a challenge. <laughs> but, you know, somehow it's, I'm making it work. But that's good. I just don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleep is overrated, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs that? Yeah. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> could, be, could be a smart thing to uh, grab some sleep every now and then. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I do, actually. I mean, to, it, in all honesty, that's the one thing I'm actually really um, religious about is trying to make sure I get at least seven hours sleep a night. Otherwise, I think I would just sink under because sleep is really important. So one of the one of my jobs as a personal branding coach is where the, the life coaching element comes in is that I look at people's businesses um, from a holistic point of view. So if somebody's like, well, you know, I've got this business and I, I, I want to be more visible online. Um, I say, okay, great, but let's strip it back before we even look at your business. I want to know about your home life and your home environment and how that all works because um, I, and I, I look at the whole pie of people's life, um, the same as I have to do with my own. And because you have to work out how your business and how your work is going to fit into your life overall. Um, because I think that if people are struggling, you know, whether it be with their, with their health, whether it be with their time management, whether it be with the, you know, trying to balance parenthood with work, all of these things, if those other areas aren't working for you, then it is going to impact your ability to work and your business. Um, so I think, you know, as photographers, um, as, you know, or any any entrepreneur that has a business, it's really important to take that bird's eye view of your business um, and actually, um, and of your life rather, sorry, um, and actually look at how, how you're dividing your time up. So how I survive and how I do it is by, as much as possible, time blocking my my day um, and getting into routines and, and having um, things that I do um, every morning. So creating routines for myself that are going to be helpful and um, and eating well. All these things are really important, I think, to, to keep keep yourself healthy and keep keep your mindset positive. Okay, okay, that's good advice. So, um, do, what are your goals? For the upcoming years? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I have got um, this um, content platform that I've been um, offered, which is, is basically to de deliver coaching advice and, and also photography training. And um, so it's a mixture of photography training, um, personal branding, um, coaching, so talking about business and also life coaching as well. So it's divided into three areas um, and I'm going to be doing weekly videos on there. And the idea is that I build up a following, I guess a bit like Patreon or YouTube and there's a subscription fee attached to that. Um, but I'm also um, looking at building my YouTube channel, which um, is called A Picture of Me, um, which is going to be more lifestyle, um, but with the idea of directing people um, to my new platform and my training platform um, in the hope that people will sign up for that. So there's going to be a lot of content creation that's going to go into this year. Um, I also have plans that um, at some point I want to um, create a, a book um, it's going to be a photography-based book, but it's going to be looking at the whole concept of beauty. So um, as well as being a personal branding photographer, I am also a boudoir photographer. I won Fashion and Boudoir Photographer of the Year a couple of years ago through the Master Photographer Association. 
um, in my region. And um, I um, I found that by photographing women specifically, and I, I, I kind of ended up niching down into photographing women, um, I have found that, you know, beauty comes in so many different forms and I'm quite fascinated by it. And when I um, get to know a woman and I'm photographing her, particularly in in the form of boudoir, um, that for me, there's this connection. Once I put the camera to my eye, I can start to see this woman's own unique beauty and work with that. And I became quite fascinated by the whole concept of, of beauty. So I want to create a series of portraits around that, whilst, um, but not just of women who are naturally considered, you know, naturally beautiful. I am really interested in challenging beauty stereotypes and so looking at um, beauty in different forms. So it might be somebody who has a disability. It might be, um, you know, somebody who's older. So like older beauty, it might be somebody who um, has had scarring. Um, all of these kind of things where we challenge what beauty looks like, but really this is a, a book of um, inspiration for women who haven't always felt beautiful um, and have felt challenged because of how they look or how they feel or how they're aging, but have learned to overcome that. So I'm really excited to start that venture at some point in the future, um, as well as just creating content, doing more coaching and doing what I love, which is, is taking photographs of people. That's awesome. So what is the best way for people to find you online if they want to like follow you on your journey? Um, well, I have a I have a public uh, Facebook page, um, which is my name, Sharon Goodyear. Um, and also my Facebook, my official business page, which is Sharon Goodyear Photographer. Um, and that's Sharon with two R's, I should just point out. <laughs> Poor Sharon. <laughs> um, and, um, and also um, my website, which is um, Sharon... Um, goodyear.com awesome thank you so much thank you you're welcome it's been lovely to chat to you and that's it for today but before we part ways let me invite you to my personal branding for photographers community on facebook the group has already around 700 photographers who want to learn everything about improving their personal brand make sure to add yourself by going to mauriceyager.com forward slash facebook or subscribe to my podcast on your preferred platform thank you for listening and I'll see you on Facebook or you'll hear from me in the next episode. Enjoy your day. Talk soon. Bye.